0: There is nothing that replaces being around other six- and seven-figure women entrepreneurs, taking off all of the hats of being a CEO, being a mom, being a wife, um, being a caretaker, and oftentimes being the taskmaster and a really important doer in your business. We have to take all of that off so that you can step into being the visionary and the millionaires and really work on bringing your vision board to life. Welcome to the Joyous Path to Millions podcast with me, your host, Emily June Wilcox. Serial entrepreneur, seven-figure business owner, mindset junkie, creator of the Money Wound Medicine program, devoted mama of two and lover of coffee and crystals. My mission is to put more money in the hands of soulpreneurs through healing money wounds, building abundant businesses, and balancing masculine and feminine energy. When we do this, we collectively uplevel the frequency of the planet and help usher in new paradigm wealth. Each week, a new episode will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and guest interviews where we'll dive into honest money conversations and the -the behind-the-scenes truth of building our aligned empires. We all deserve a healthy, empowered relationship with money so we can experience more freedom, pleasure, and joy on our joyous path to millions. So get ready and let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the show. To those of you who are... Watching this on video, you can see that I am not in my normal office location. So, this is my first time filming inside of a podcast studio. I'm feeling very fancy at the moment. So, I guess I can celebrate that as one of my October up levels. Um before we dive into this episode of Celebrations and Stretches, I just want to shout out the weather in Southern California. Oh my gosh, we are in a little bit of a heat wave, but it's so great because we had friends fly in from Michigan last night and they are going to get summer weather and we've been having the most gorgeous sunsets and ah, makes me so grateful to live here. And, you know, we had such a cold summer that I'm super, super happy to be having this extended good weather into the fall. As you might be able to hear in my voice, our family has been a little bit sick this week. Faye is now on day three of missing school after two days of missing school last week. And I don't even think she missed five days all of last year. So I don't know what is going around, but she is at home watching the Barbie movie with her Aunt Jessica. So I'm super grateful actually that we have friends in town today so that they can help out and I can be here recording. So thankful to have a village. All right. October was such a fun month. I love the Halloween time. It's like the witches' high holidays. Um I saw so many of my witchy friends on Instagram posting about Samhain and having sacred ceremony and we just had such a fun time with trick-or-treating and being in the harvest vibes and all the things. And my clients were in harvest vibes, man. We Saw so many sales come in, so many record breaking things happen, and I'm excited to break it all down for you. So, I would say my biggest thing from October was definitely the Rise Retreat in the Smoky Mountains. Um, it was my first time being in the Smoky Mountains of Tennessee. So, those of you who have been there know how gorgeous it is in the fall. I also didn't know that they get 50,000 tourists to Smoky Mountains National Park. Every single day. So it's like so interesting and it's such a lesson in abundance where there are things that we don't even really know exist or aren't on our radar. And it turns out, like, it's by far and away the most popular national park in the United States. And I wouldn't have even had it on my top five, maybe not even my top 10. Turns out, I mean, we saw cars with at least 12 different license plates in within five minutes of driving on the freeway so it pulls in visitors from you know all of these different states around and i think it's a good reminder as we're running online businesses that sometimes we can get in our little insulated bubble and feel like we're talking to the same people and we can create stories like oh They don't have money or they don't want this or whatever the case may be. And it's like all of a sudden you put your focus on something else and you see wild popularity. You see people going on vacations. You see them spending money. And it was really neat to just be in that vibe in the Smoky Mountains. Um, We had gorgeous, expansive views which supported us so much in the theme of the retreat, which was the quantum leap. And it was super fun for me because it was my first time taking clients through this quantum leap process that I discovered this year. And it's one thing when it works on you, and then it's another thing to see it working for clients. Wow, 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 wow. We had just really incredible breakthroughs. Every single person left the retreat a different version of themselves. And we're talking like the $100 million version, the $200 million version of themselves. So it was really neat to see that embodiment and talking to my clients in one-on-one and small group calls afterwards and hearing them saying, Em, I landed a meeting with a private equity firm that I've been trying to get for four years. And all of a sudden, right after the retreat, I got the meeting and slayed. Um, I hired a new person. I landed a new client. I've got $35,000 in new recurring revenue already signed. Like Just these big money moves, these CEO vibes. And the neat thing about it for me that's evidence of the quantum leap is that it felt normal and natural to them. There was an effortlessness to it that didn't exist before but existed after the retreat. And that's, that's what happens when we jump timelines. It's like all of a sudden we're doing things that feel totally normal to us until we look back and say, hang on, I, there's no way I would have done that even a few weeks ago or a month ago. So I'm planning 2024 retreats right now and I highly encourage you to get in the room. There is nothing that replaces being around other six- and seven-figure women entrepreneurs, taking off all of the hats of being a CEO, being a mom, being a wife, um, being a caretaker, and oftentimes being the taskmaster and a really important doer in your business, we have to take all of that off so that you can step into being the visionary and the millionairess and really work on bringing your vision board to life. And so that's going to be the focus of my 2024 retreats. And if you just go on my website and click on services and retreats, you can get all of the details and you can secure your spots. I'm telling you right now, spots are limited. So there's no excuses. Please get in the room. Part of the reason that I set up my retreats the way that I do and I launch next fall when it's this fall is so that There can be breezy payment plans. You can spread it out so that if you really want to do it and finances are the only thing that feels a little bit sticky, that there's an opportunity for you to spread out the payment so that by the time you get there, it's all paid for and you can just be in full-on receiving mode. So the retreat was so great. And I brag that it was the first time having my assistant Sarah there with me and it felt so, so good. I felt really supported and taken care of. My clients felt really supported and taken care of. And there were so many fun touches that she brought to the experience that I had no idea when I hired her. For example, she paints these mandalas on rocks, which is like a very zen activity. So she brought all of the supplies for that and taught us how to do it. And we all painted our own rock mandalas. and. It was so fun to have those extra little touches and to just have her energy there grounding and supporting and making sure that everything was taken care of, and it felt like a big up-level for me. And it's wild to me that she has literally been with the company 90 days, So, and yet it feels so much longer. We were on the phone this morning talking about that, but… I, those are things i did not ask in the interview you know those are just things that universe lined up on our behalf to make it so magical and so much fun and we got to spend a lot of time in the car together cuz we drove from nashville and heading back to nashville we caught some live music at the famous bluebird cafe before i had to fly home and that was a total highlight moment as well um if you ever watched the show Nashville, you would know the Bluebird Cafe, but it's just this tiny 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 little venue where so many people got their start. Garth Brooks played there and it was neat to experience it firsthand. Okay, what else am I celebrating from October? This may sound silly, but I actually already mentioned it. We had such gorgeous sunsets this month and If you follow me on Instagram, you see, sometimes I post stories and it's like such thick fog at our house that you can't even see past your fingertips. And so just really wanna anchor in and celebrate and appreciate mama nature when she's putting on such an insane show for us. And even on Halloween, it was like, we had the best trick or treating, which I'll talk about in a minute. But we also, as we were walking, could see this gorgeous, 180 degree view sunset. It's like, what is this life? You know, I grew up in Michigan where you're trying to figure out how do you stuff a parka underneath your costume and somehow still look cute and look like the character that you're supposed to be and not completely freeze to death while you're trick or treating. And here, Jeff and I are raising our kids where it's like they got to go to this block party where there was this massive lineup of brand new toys in packages. And it turns out someone had, I think someone works for a toy company and they donated 30 brand new toys for winners of a costume contest. Like not one, not two, not three, 30. (laughs) And so all the kiddos who we knew like 80 percent of them, which was really cool. It was all local kids from Faye and JJ's school. They all got to parade around and so many of them won toys. Faye won one. And then she picked out a thing for her brother that he wanted. It was like so sweet to witness. So before they even started trick-or-treating, they are already having their best day ever. Then we see this gorgeous sunset. We're with friends. We're walking around to the coolest decorated houses and it just felt like one of those moments where you're soaking it all in and realizing that like this is the life you've dreamed of and you have it. And so grateful, so grateful for those moments. And I hope that it's one of those Halloweens that my kids remember into adulthood. And it's wild to have kids at an age where you're like, oh, these are memories that they might have for their entire life at this point. So we all dressed up. You can see it on my Instagram. We were all characters from Miraculous Ladybug and Cat Noir, which is like a Netflix cartoon that my kids were into. So we went for it this year. We went all out and had a bunch of fun. I started October with a VIP day at the Ritz with one of my one on one clients. And Again, another pinch me moment when you get to spend the day at the Ritz Carlton having spa treatments, eating delicious food, walking around the marina and get paid for it. It's, it's unbelievable. And yet, we had so many breakthrough moments for my client and we spent time mapping out what this new consulting arm of her business is going to look like, how she's gonna fill her retreat, who her beta clients are going to be for this new consulting offer, what she's going to charge, what the tiers are going to be. So it's this interesting dance and mix of receiving and being and embodying and then also flipping into the masculine energy of laying down some really solid strategy. And I love that we get to do both and we get to do it in gorgeous locations. And it often takes getting out of the day-to-day in order for that stuff to happen. And so it's similar to a retreat vibe, but we just condense it down into one day. And, you know, I had never been to the Ritz Carlton in my whole life until, I guess, a year ago, my first client VIP day. And every time I do them, it never ceases to amaze me that this gets to be the work that I do. Shout out to Jeff in October because the whole time that I was at the retreat, he was holding down the fort with the kiddos. And you guys know my kids are in 8,000 things. So (laughs) it was not the easiest thing for him. He had to do soccer and softball and practices and this and that. He had to like line up a babysitter at one point in order to make it all work. And he does it so gracefully and so willingly because he really believes in this work as well. And he Loves the mission of Emily Wilcox coaching. He's the biggest fan of the podcast, as you guys know. And I'm super grateful to have him, his support. Without that, I probably wouldn't do retreats. It just wouldn't be worth it if I knew that my husband was suffering and my kids were suffering. But knowing that everything is taken care of at home and that I can just be fully in the retreat experience makes all the difference in the world. All right, before we round out the celebrations, I'm gonna jump to a few stretches for the month. <sighs> Starting to feel like a theme, but Flocial was a stretch again. And I'm kind of at this point where I don't know if I'm gonna continue doing it or not. I'm continuing to up level and learn from other people about social media strategy and what's working and what's not and I kind of committed to myself that for the next 30 to 60 days, I would just create my own content again in the moment instead of batching all of it so that I could really be alive with what's going on, what I'm feeling into and then actually creating it in the app cuz that's the biggest problem with batching is that then it's it's being created out of the app and a lot of like TikTok, Instagram they prefer it when Everything is being edited in their app, so I really wanted to give it a good trial and just see what I learned from that experience. but it's it's put me into this like awkward in between with Flocial where I'm not really feeling like I want to dedicate the time and the energy to overseeing it and bringing on new clients. But then it's not exactly supporting me the way that I want to be supported either. so Stay tuned. I will, of course, let you guys know what I decide to do with it once I feel more clarity. And by the way, hopefully that's a permission slip for you that you don't have to have all of the answers all the time, and you don't have to rush into making decisions. So I'm a sacral authority in human design, so if something doesn't feel like a yes, that just means it's a not right now. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's a no, It's just, I'm not clear on it yet. I'm not a yes for moving forward. And so I just need to sit with it and see how things unfold. And sometimes it will change the next day. Sometimes it takes weeks or months to get clarity. And that's okay. And I say that as much for me as for you, because I used to be a person who prided myself on being decisive. And so sometimes I would force decisions. And truthfully, I am naturally pretty decisive and so it's, an, it's a softening to allow myself the time and the space and the permission to just be in a knot right now and not knowing when and if that will change and just trusting that the decision will make itself clear when it's clear and I don't have to force it or push it forward. The other stretch in October is it just felt like there were so many things that Sarah and I wanted to do for the business. And there wasn't as much time as I would have liked. And I love time bending and, you know, calling in efficiency and magic and miracles. And even with all of that, the priority was the retreat, which in itself takes a lot of time and energy and my priority remains my kids and my family and so like it or not even if i if i feel lit up to continue working past 3 p.m i don't because that's the time that i go and pick up my kids and switch into mom mode and make memories with them so it's not like i would have done anything differently but also man there's so much That I'm lit up about and excited to be building behind the scenes in the business. And I wish it all could have happened somehow in half the hours. (laughs) I'm sure you guys feel that way sometimes too. All right, a few more celebrations here. We went to a school fundraiser that was super fun. Um, An amazing live band, great food, and it feels fun to just be more entrenched in the school community and feeling like we know so many people and have so many friends there. Um, that's something that's been a few years in the making I think partially just because of COVID, honestly, like Faye didn't go to public school for kindergarten. And then even the first grade year was still a little weird. And I don't they didn't even have a fundraiser that year. And so to be getting back to like all of the social activities and have a couple years under our belt where we really feel like we know people has been so awesome. Like I have moms texting me now when they're volunteering in kindergarten and sending me pictures of JJ. Like I don't even know how they got my phone number, but I know who they are and I know who their kids are and it's cool to be making that that community together. I also went to a really cool event in October um, put on by Reese Witherspoon's company, Hello Sunshine. And I think it was their inaugural event and it was really neat to get out of my industry And experience a conference led by someone whose perspective is so different. You know, it it definitely felt like it had the perspective of Hollywood and filmmaking and storytelling. And Reese's big mission is to allow women to tell their own stories, which I love so much. And she was talking about how it's only like 7% of directors and producers that are women. And so often, even when women have a great story, they have a great script or they've written a book, then it goes through the filter of men before it hits the big screen. And so often, the way that women are cast in roles and the way the lines are written for them is actually through a male perspective. And it's like what men think that women want to hear or would find funny or would tune into. And her whole thing is like, well, women know that already. (laughs) So can we get more women telling their own stories without adding in those filters of men making decisions and changing the script or changing the narrative? and it's neat to see how she's doing that with her book club. And she brought Mindy Kaling and Jennifer Garner. And, you know, I was inspired by someone who was basically like, I want to start this new company. And how do I do it with my friends and do the things I love the most and make money while doing it? And I think that's a question that all of us should be asking ourselves. How can you do the thing you really love with the people you love the most and make a lot of money doing it? Because often, whether, whether we realize it or not, and even in entrepreneurship where technically you're the boss and you get to make all the decisions, you're still doing shit you don't want to do because you think it's what you have to do in order to make money in order to then spend time with the people you want and have the experiences you want. And It's a bold question to just be like, you know what? If I had all the money, if I was set for life, what would I want to be doing? Who would I want to be doing it with? And then once you have that idea, ask yourself how you can monetize it. Because often those are the really ridiculously lucrative things. And, you know, I'm pretty sure that this Hello Sunshine company of Reese's was sold to, I don't know if it was, private equity? I think so. For like a billion (laughs) dollars. So she's doing pretty well and she's getting to do what she loved. So it was really neat to be at that event. Um, I asked one of my really best friends who's also an entrepreneur and seven-figure business owner to come with me and we were just so inspired. I also got to meet one of my favorite people from the internet, uh, Dr. Becky. Dr. Becky Kennedy from Good Inside. Guys, if you're not following her account, Stop everything. Go follow Dr. Becky at Good Inside. About, I mean, I guess if you don't have kids, you don't have to. But even then I feel like she talks about reparenting your inner child in a way that's helpful. But it's parenting advice for parents, but she gives such practical insights into like what your child is feeling and then how you can say the thing to help them feel heard and understood and it's a really, really good account, and it was so fun to meet her and just tell her how much I love her and how many people I send her way. All right. We also went to the Taylor Swift concert movie, we being me and Faye and JJ. Jeff did not join us. And you guys, I legit ugly cried three different times during the movie, which Semi caught me by surprise. Semi because definitely music does make me emotional. So I was not surprised to well up. What I was surprised about is that it just turned into like sobbing on three different occasions. I was so grateful that it was a black theater and that my kids were totally oblivious, even though, you know, would have been fine. They can see me emote, but nevertheless, it made me feel like I had full permission. And how do I even put it into words? It was like see again. Okay, this is funny. I wasn't realizing the theme here until I'm saying it now, but similar to the Reese Witherspoon event, seeing someone on stage doing what she loves the most in the world, the thing she would probably do for free, and seeing 50,000 people paying tons of money to be there and there's nothing more that they would rather be doing. And just the magic of that moment, the energetic exchange, the financial exchange, and just how good it felt for everyone. It was not a win-lose, like Taylor gets all this money and everyone else is screwed. It was like everyone is doing the thing they would love to be doing the most in the world in this moment. And the fact that that creates. Billions of dollars and creates so much surplus and overflow that she gave at first it was reported a hundred thousand and now I've read two hundred thousand dollar bonuses to each of her truck drivers. It's incredible, it's absolutely incredible. And there are also like other moments that got me, like how brave she was to. Switch from country to pop and try all of these different genres and just blaze her own trail. The fact that her teeth aren't perfect and you can tell that she doesn't have a boob job and like all of these things that, like, I can't even imagine how much pressure you would have to make yourself look perfect in that industry because as women, we feel it anyway. And I'm so grateful, like, making me tear up again just thinking about it, but like that. Not only do I have that example, but like my daughter gets to see that you can be famous and you can do what you love and you don't have to look perfect and you don't have to abide by, you know, the beauty standards that someone else has told us. (sighs) And it was just a freaking epic (laughs) concert. And I was so grateful that she brought it to movie theaters. And not to make this entire episode about Taylor Swift. But she also cut out the movie studios and went or the, yeah, the Hollywood studios and went direct to the movie theaters to cut the deal because the studios were lowballing her. And she totally blew away all the box office ticket records. So it's like, again, just this idea that when you do it your own way and you don't decide that the way that the industry has always done it is what you have to do, all of these incredible things happen everything opens up. Now, all of a sudden, my daughter is a huge Taylor Swift fan when she could barely name a song six weeks ago. It's a great business move. She's she's cultivating an entire new generation of Swifties through her probably following her intuition, honestly, because she's not following what other people are telling her to do. And that's super inspirational to me. And I highly recommend you go see it if it's still in theaters when you listen to this. (sighs) I think I already mentioned this, but my clients absolutely crushed it in October. And there's no better feeling as a coach than talking to your clients and hearing them launching their membership that they've been building for a long time, signing their first one-on-one client for the year, um, landing incredible new deals. Some of my clients are landing their own clients that are like $200 million businesses. And it's one of my favorite things about my containers is that it's not just coaches coaching coaches to be coaches. We've got agency owners. We've got all different kinds of businesses. And there's such value in that. But it's really fun to see all of the wins coming, big, small, and otherwise. You know, one of my clients was having a significant challenge in her marriage, and I was so grateful that she came to me with it, and I was able to help, you know, guide her through, and now they're feeling better than ever, and like this huge shift has happened. And, you know, those are the super, super special things about this intimate relationship that is coaching, and they're the things that we often – I don't shout from the rooftops because – It feels almost like icky to do that. It's like I don't want to violate someone else's privacy and trust just to make myself look good. And so it's not the stuff that I would throw on a website or share as a testimonial on social media, but it's probably the most meaningful things that actually happen inside of coaching relationships and uh, makes me really so happy that I get to do this work. All right. Last celebration for October. One of the things that I've been working on this year is building out a lot more automation and systems so that more of my coaching business can be passive income, which I think really benefits clients as well. It's like the moment you want something, you can buy it and you can get instant access to it. And you can watch it on your own time in your own schedule. You don't have to wait for me to decide that I'm ready to teach another live round of it. Um, And it makes things so price accessible when you can just jump into an evergreen offer right away. So I've been working on kind of making that the foundation of the business. And then my time is freed up to just be focusing on mastermind and one-on-one clients. And so, one piece of that that I was excited to build out is little chatbot automations so that when you're on Instagram and I say, comment quiz to start learning which money wounds you have and how to heal them, you can just type in quiz. And again, you don't have to wait for me or my assistant to get around to sending you the link. It all happens immediately because there's an automation in place that sends it to you right away in your inbox. And that was like the dream and now I have it and I'm so happy. So if you want to experience what it's like, go to my Instagram, watch one of my recent reels, and you'll you'll hear me say comment blank in order to get something. And do it. Put in the comment and you'll see that right away you get a response telling you to go check your DMs and in your DMs you'll have the thing that you want. So To me, it just makes a much better client experience, and it's so fun as a business owner to see all of it happening and all the automations working on my behalf. On that same note, we started running a few ads in October, which is the first time I've really run ads in my coaching business. Um, My assistant, Sarah, has a lot of experience with it, which is, really nice because if I never have to log into Facebook Ads Manager in my whole life, I would be so happy. <laughs> I just don't understand that interface. It's very confusing to me. So she ran some ads um, to the Wealthy and Woo Club, the $7 membership, and we got three sales within like the first three or four days, which was so fun. And then the ads ran for a few more days with no sales. and she paused them because we need to rework some of the creative and such in order to get them converting better. So right now they're paused. But I want to celebrate anyway. Like I know I hear it from my clients all the time. Like so many of you guys have trauma around ads or what you think it's going to take to run ads. Um, You think it's going to take a big budget, that it's going to take hiring an agency, that you're going to have to be like super – salesy or sleazy. like we, we just have all kinds of preconceived notions. And so it was really fun to run them and get a few sales. And yeah, now, we'll, now they're paused. We got to work on them. We'll get them going again. Um, but I'm really excited to be an example of how ads can work really well in a business that honors the client experience and really honors ethical sales. So that was my October. And of course, as you guys know, I always share numbers with you as well. So the agency brought in $72,761 in October. The coaching business brought in 8,908 for a total of $81,669. So that is it. Thank you so much for tuning in. As you're listening, if you wanna celebrate something that happened for you in October, feel free to slide into my DMs and let me know. I would love to celebrate with you. Otherwise, thank you for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Listeners like you have made this a top 3% global podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in. Please like, subscribe, share, and leave a review. I also love hearing listener feedback, so feel free to slide into my DMs on Instagram at emmakesmoney. If you would like to explore hiring me as your money healer and business mentor, hit the link in the show notes or head to explore.emilywilcox.com. Until next time, I'm sending you all the magic money vibes on your joyous path to millions.